All right, it is tax time. Need I remind you, because uh, we've just gone by the deadline, April 30th, and some of you have received your refunds, and some of you are anxiously awaiting that letter in the mail or how direct deposit, however you get it. But there are people out there who are saying that if you're getting a refund of any substance at all, that you did pretty poor tax planning. In fact, it's all put under the heading in-taxification, in-taxification. And so we asked Rabina Ahmed Haq, who comes in here an awful lot to tell us about how to understand things financial, to explain in taxification and why we're not planning well if we're getting money back. Rabina, hi. Hi. First time I've ever sat across from you. Nice to meet at you, microphone. Peter. We're always on the phone. Yes, I like this face-to-face time. Yes. <laughs> it provides better communication. And I the listeners so. enjoy it more. Yes. The sound quality is just a tiny bit better as well. Perfect. So what's in taxification? So this is a term that was coined by uh, CIBC's Jamie Golombeck. And, uh, you know, he's someone who comes on television, radio all the time, talking about taxes in general. And really, it's a play on intoxication. So we get intoxication because when we get this refund back. We're intoxicated by the idea that the the government has given us all this money and we got money in the bank. Uh, but really, like you mentioned, this is a sign of poor planning throughout the year because you have overpaid your taxes, your income taxes, um, and now the government is basically giving you back that money that they've been holding interest-free for in some cases, many, many months. Um, and now you're seeing it as, you know, a windfall, a lottery win or free money from the government. But really, it's just your own money you're getting back. Free money from the government. I love that phrase. I, I was, I was, <laughs> work, I worked in proximity to government for a number of years. When people say government money, there's no such thing. Yes, it's all your money. It's your money that they're using to give you back something that you may or may not want, often don't. But I digress. The point is that you get this refund. Let's say you're waiting for, pick a number, $5,000. Yep. What's wrong with the picture that you should be getting back $5,000? Most people I know who are getting back that size of refund, and I'm, I'll admit I've had that a couple of times in my life, have, have not done it right. So... I take a little bit of issue with saying that this is a complete sign of poor tax planning because as long as you use the refund properly, then it's not that bad. I mean, as long as you take that money and you don't, these are the don'ts that you shouldn't do. You shouldn't go on a holiday, shouldn't buy dinner for your family, you shouldn't renovate your home. These are not the things that you should do with the money. What you should do with the money is pay off high interest debt. Put money against your mortgage so your mortgage is lower, so your payments are therefore lower or it's your amortization is shorter. Or the best idea is to put it back into the RRSP. I've got to cancel the family Disney cruise? Yes, you have to cancel. If it's with the money that you got from the tax refund, it should not be used for that purpose. Um, so, you know, it's not like they've been, a lot of times we'll get this message, well, the government's been holding the money for 12 months. No, they have not been holding it for 12 months because they've been collecting it over that 12 months. So the longest they could have been holding it is, you know, 12 plus 4, 16 months. And then if they collected that money in December, they've been holding it for four or five months. So would you have invested it differently and made a huge gain on it? I don't know. But the most important thing is, is if you are finding that you are paying too much income tax and getting huge refunds year after year, is that you can ask your employer to get what's called a T1 
2-1-3 form to have your uh, tax reduced at the source. So they won't be taking as much tax off so you don't get as big of a refund and the government gets the money that they're supposed to get and you're not getting too much of a refund at the end. Okay, so uh, the reason for an employer taking too much money would be that the employer has no way of knowing that, for example, you're in the habit of making regular substantial contributions to an RESP or an RRSP or something that's going to mitigate your tax in your favor and if you know you're going to do that, you could get them to fill out one of these forms, sign it, and take off less tax going forward. Exactly. So if you've got a lot of room in your RSP, say you've got $60,000 in room in your RSP, and you're thinking, this is the year I'm going to make a massive contribution to my RRSP. So that obviously is going to reduce the amount of income tax you pay. Then you could speak to your employer and have that form filled out so that you don't get um, as big of a refund back, that everything is the money. You're getting the money when you're supposed to. And because you're making these big RRSP contributions, um, you, you don't also have a tax bill at the end. Uh, you know, having a small tax bill, three, four, five hundred dollars is not a bad thing because that means that you waited until the end uh, to give the money to the government um, and that that you properly planned for your taxes that year. So with tax planning, one of the things that you could do if you're going to be rigid with yourself and take that, let's stay with $5,000 and use it to pay down. You have to use it to pay down debt or buy the RSP or something of that ilk, as opposed to the holiday. We've established that you can mitigate it next year by getting uh, a form filled out by your employer and uh, having less deducted. But the, the bottom line on all of this is um, just take it slow and realize what it is that you're doing and if you do it right, the, the concept of paying down debt could be done in the coming year, which we're already in, of course, mm -hmm. by doing it weekly or biweekly with your paycheck. Yeah, I mean, if you if you get a big refund back and you put it on uh, some debt that you have and that debt is still and it's just a little dent in it, um, you still need to think about how you're going to get that debt paid down. Uh, putting yourself, like you said, on a monthly contribution, making sure that every month you're paying a little bit more, a little bit more uh, against that debt. That's a good idea. Um, if you are taking that money and putting it into the RRSP, don't let it just sit in cash. Actually invest that money. You know, I often hear this language. I'm buying my I'm it's I'm buying an RSP. You don't buy an RSP. You open an RSP, which is an account. It's a registered account with the government and you buy investments inside the RSP, which are sheltered from tax until you decide to withdraw, which is usually in retirement after 65. So once you get that money into the RSP, you know you've got that contribution done, but then actually do something with the money. Buy something according to your risk tolerance, your age, your goals uh, that is going to benefit you in the long run. RSP saved my life. Thank goodness I was rigid on myself. Last quickie. TIFSA, good, bad, or indifferent? Oh, the TFSA. So um, I think the TFSA has a branding problem. That's just my one quick little thing. They call it a savings account. It is certainly not a savings account. It's an investment account, just like the RRSP. So the TFSA is great for those people who are in a low-income bracket, and that's two different types of people. One, who believe that they will never actually make more than maybe fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 in their lifetime per year. They are more wise to, to save in the TFSA, so that when they take money out, it does not affect their government benefits that they get at retirement. And the second is those people who are first starting their career and have an expectation that they'll make more money in the future, save the money in the RRSP, save the contribution room that you're creating, and actually make your contribution uh, when you are making more money so you get more income tax back. Rabina Ahmed-Hak, personal finance expert, thanks so much. Thank you so much.
Peter Sherman, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.